This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 103, announcing the Space Cats Tournament 2020. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. I have a weird energy right now. Yeah. Is it because we're recording at a different time of the day? It's like a weird time of day. It's like a Tuesday. I know I have to edit it like immediately after we finish, which right. I had to do last week too, which is wasn't weird last week. I don't know. I think it's the buffalo cauliflower I just ate. Yeah. I just had a sandwich, so I'm not hungry at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. You I'm gotta not be hungry, hungry to do. Yeah. You got to want to do a good job, you know? Because <laughs> then you get food as a reward. Right, right. That's normally how I do it, is I make the food, and I have this little platform by my desk where I set the food, (laughs) and I gaze longingly at it. And then, you Uh know, me and you, I mean, people think, you know, they probably think we just turn this stuff on and just start talking, which, I mean, we do today. But uh, (laughs) a lot of days, it's several hours of prep beforehand so by the time you know by the time i get done you know that food's spoiled the tummy grumbles right it's a wonder that the mics don't pick up the grumbling tummies yeah because my tummy grumbles hardcore um (laughs) well it's weird we kind of have this is uh one of those kind of meta episodes where we're going to be talking show stuff um we moved it is the barony guide had to go back a week yep we teased it uh we should say a couple things about that maybe Um, yeah uh, we played a game over the weekend uh, of Barony, and it was a it was not it was a bad game. Was, I, I was playing Barony, and I just really you know didn't play good Barony, and I didn't feel you, very confident in what I was thinking about Barony anymore. And so then I was like, I don't know if I can do the guide. It was like a brain fart game. You were just kind yeah. of your brain was just kind of farting a bunch. Yeah. That's all, really. I mean, it wasn't like. You didn't like try a strategy that it that didn't work. You just uh, you just did a couple things where like what? Yeah, big yeah. stupid mistakes. <laughs> and it's funny because by the time we finished, I was tied with the leader, but we didn't we didn't even get to finish the game, so that also didn't help like right. with the feeling of it. So, anyways, we delayed the barony guide. It's for the better, uh, and if anything, we have a better episode for you today uh, because we have a really. We have a bunch of exciting stuff to talk about that I think people have been kind of anxious about for a while. Yeah, uh, this is uh, this is definitely a show update, and I mean, obviously, in the title, you can tell. Uh, I mean, we're doing another tournament, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, just so you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we have some. I think this is a more worthwhile show update announcement type episode because yeah. uh, it's the show is about to change for the better. I think in a pretty drastic way. And right. uh, how about you announce it? Well, Hunter Donaldson is now my employee, right? Yeah, it's my, you are you belong we, to me. We changed the <laughs> the kind of layout of the company. Now Matt is the ultimate just kind of dom for my work hours, <laughs> and I am his little work sub. Uh, Hunter's going full time uh, with not really just Space Cats. Like you're going kind of full time with like the other show that you're on and your comedy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. one of the other things you're doing is going full time with Space Cats, and you're not doing normal normal uh, adult man job stuff. Yeah, uh, I think the important thing to know for listeners is that I am going from pr- having like an afternoon to spend on this show 
every week to like 40 hours a week to right. spend on it's, the show. It's actually been surprisingly tough to do the show uh, for, for a little while now. It has gotten, because, it has been really tough. The summer was really, really hard. Yeah. Our uh, schedules were, are, are rarely aligned and we've been just trying to figure out ways to fix that. And so uh, it seems like the Patreon money and, and Twitch and YouTube and all the avenues we have are a better way to make a better show. So I, I think the goal is to, to see the show grow by uh, a pretty huge margin. Uh, yeah. Instead of like an hour and a half of TI content per week, we're sort of planning on like, maybe you're going to have like 20 hours of digestible space cats content per week. I'm not making that as a promise, but like we have no idea what's going to happen, but there's going to be way, way more uh, stuff going on in the space yeah. cats multiverse. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I think essentially what, what led us to this decision is that, um, I've been working, I, I've never, I don't think I ever said this in the show, but I've been working at a biscuit place, just like right. doing regular food service stuff. I was um, teaching uh, like Chinese kids English over the internet for a while, but honestly, I that, that work just what well, didn't even make sense because I was working all night, every night. Right. Um, so then I quit doing that, got back into a kind of nasty little crummy food service job, Um but the thing is, me and Matt just constantly have, we have a lot of stuff that we have probably been, I would say, meaning to get done yep. for this year. Right. That just, it just feels like the only reason they don't get done is time. That's literally right. it. It's just right. time. Time is the only thing holding yeah. us back. And uh, because it's just a crummy little food service job I've had, if I walk away from it and, you know, this doesn't work out. Right. I didn't really lose much of anything. I could right. just get another <laughs> crummy food service job. It's nothing really changes for me. Yeah. Um, so let's do it. Like, yeah. essentially, I'm just like, we might as we might as well give this a shot. Um, right. And, and, and I'm and excited we wanna, to figure it out. Yeah, we want to figure it out. And we want to figure it out with you all uh, in, in terms of what all that looks like. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about the tournament and how that's going to be a big part of this, but there's a lot more going on. Right. Uh, the biggest things is like there's a potential for more episodes uh, per week of this right. show. Um, I don't know if that'll happen right away. We're going to be kind of figuring out what just like what the schedule needs to look like. But I think definitely we're both expecting that during the tournament last year during our Patreon tournament, there was a weird uh, dilemma of some people weren't that into the tournament stuff, but a lot of people really, really were. But there was this whole portion of the show that it felt like the people who didn't care that much about the tournament weren't getting the show that they wanted. Right. Uh, so I think definitely during the tournament, those tournament update episodes will almost be like an auxiliary episode per week. Yes. And we will have yes. normal Space Cats. And then we will also have tournament update episodes where we just talk about the games that happen and give you cool rundowns of all the different strategies we saw, you know, over the past week of games or whatever. Right. Um, and, and honestly, an episode like this in the future, my right. dream would be for this to be an extra episode in addition to a normal, right. juicy, you know, strategy-filled episode of Space right. Cats. And, and it Space. also gives us more room for if we wanted to talk about Root and ti within one yeah. week like we can do yeah. you know we can be bouncing around between all these different topics more consistently and and have it not be something where it's like well i had to wait three weeks for another dune episode it's like well yeah. you know maybe maybe you get a dune episode every other week every week i don't we don't know what exactly that will look like but there's definitely a potential for more episodes of this showed in your podcast feed but in addition to that uh, we're going to do way more streaming on twitch and then those vid those streams getting uploaded to youtube 
So mm. the goal is for way, way, way more video content. I think for a while, we our goal was like a stream per month. And we don't even usually hit that. But, right. but now it's going to be like Hunter's going to stream multiple times per week like many multiple days every single week yeah. and some of those will be ti things some of them will be like video game stuff i know that based on how the schedule is going to work out we're, we're more or less going to start with hunter you're going to do like a pokemon uh sword or shield live stream is that right right so we've talked about this 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 is uh what's weird is right before me and matt um were uh, decided to do Space Cats Peace Turtles. Uh, we actually were d- working on a Pokemon Nuzlocke run style right. thing. And just as a little homage to that, um, I think I will probably try and do a little bit of Pokemon content for you all. That is so like not related to most of the stuff that oh, we're going to talk about. But you should know that I'm going to just kind of shoehorn that into your life. If if you follow us on Twitch, right. which please don't unfollow us because of this. Just because there's going to be, be some Pokemon about it. Right. But well, but I think in general, like more experimental stuff too. I think we want to broaden uh, what we were able to do. Yeah, I mean, it's yes. like it's not like we need to do a TI stream every single day. Right. But if we're gonna have a stream every day, there's gonna be something, and maybe a portion of that will be, you know, a few different things. Right. So I I just think you can expect a lot. And if anything, too, the bigger thing for this is, in, if you're a patron, if you're a patron, and you're at our um, Steve, Steve Martin, Martin fan, fan club, club, we have long ignored you. And that uh, tier is about to get boosted into the stratosphere. I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's going to that, be like the, the, yeah, that's going to be the very, very good tier. You're going to be able to decide what kind of stuff Hunter is doing on stream, what right. games are getting played. All, all sorts of decisions will be kind of vetted through the Steve Martin fan club. So yeah. it's going to, it's going to be a really good uh, time to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I think the really, the biggest thing we have to talk about today is, uh, and I think, Part of me going full time was also us looking at. All right, well, we're going to do another tournament. Yeah, because we know exactly how much time it took last time. Right. Well, and, honestly, the and biggest we have fear less time now. Yeah, the biggest fear was looking at how much time it took last year. I was literally thinking we can never do that again. There's no yeah. way. Like I, yeah. I, I, I could not do that again the way we did it last year. But right. we've come up with a few things. Hunter going full time and a few other plans that we've decided to make mean that we can i think pull together a pretty good uh tournament that is much easier much less of a burden on us and and better content all around so kind of a best of both worlds situation so let's let's kind of break down like what's going to happen with this year's tournament and what all of that is going to look like um in terms of scheduling and whatnot uh we are going to start the signups in october which is now we're in october this is the beginning of october uh so the the way we worked it last year it's a little bit weird but if you want to be in our tournament you need to have donated at least one dollar to our patreon that's just a a simple dollar uh to kind of offset the costs of how much time we we invest into this thing uh gets you into the tournament now being a part of the patreon isn't quite enough uh, because just logistically it doesn't work that way. So in addition to being in the Patreon in October, we will then send out emails in November uh, or Patreon messages or whatever. Be like be keeping an eye on your your Patreon uh, message board or whatever. And in November there will be official tournament signups for everybody who was a member during the month of October. Does that now, make sense? Yeah, that uh, it. 
Well, I want to I I want to throw this out here. If if you re- if you sign up in November and get your registration in before that's the end true. of November, that's also acceptable. That will apply. Yeah. The the gist is though at the end of November, you know, the la- whatever's the last day of November, November 30th, uh that if you haven't been a Patreon and you haven't signed up for the tournaments before then, that's it. We have to cut off the sign-offs at that point. Right. Uh, so throughout all of October and November, if you get in there and if you sign up for the Patreon and then you get the message and get us your information about the the tournament itself, you will be registered for the tournament. Uh, We will spend December scheduling the tournament, and then we will start the tournament in January. Last year, we kind of were like, we don't know when we'll start it. Just sign up for it, please, because we really had no idea how many people would sign up. We didn't know how we were going to structure it. We have a much better idea this year about, like, how many people want to take part in this kind of a thing. So we know how long it takes us to schedule, and we kind of have the system in place a little bit. So we know that it will only take us the month of December to get things scheduled out. Um, So if you want to be in the tournament, expect games to not start until January, uh, despite you signing up in October or November. Right, right. It it takes a long... If it's... I mean, if it's anything like... Well, okay, so we we should probably bring this up. Um, So last year, we did a tournament of about 100 and... There were exactly 108 players. Mm -hmm. Um, which worked out to be, you know, the amount of prelims games we did and semis and knockouts and finals. Um, this year, I mean, we're going to at least do 108. Right. Um, however, I think it's far more likely that this year we can get to 216. Um, the reason 216 is the magic number is that's uh, a full 36 games of six. That's, that's right. That is the... 108 was nice because it was exactly half that. We had 18 games. It made for that weird semis into knockouts round thing. Right. We had to kind of make up a weird structure for it. But if we get 216 people to sign up for this tournament, we will have 36 games of six. So 36 winners will go on to six games of six, and those six winners will go on to the finals. So yep. you'll have a total of 43 games in this whole tournament. Right, right. Um, so, and, and we will obviously communicate to people, um, as, as signups happen, um, we're going to make sure that, you know, you know, like I, I don't want anyone, uh, trying to register for the tournament after it's already full up. Like, I mean, for all we know on November 1st, all of the spots are going to fill up. Right. Um, like right away that might happen. Um, we have no idea, but, um. Like currently, how many how many patrons do we have? We have enough we have to do it. Yeah, that's so funny that we have exactly two hundred sixteen. Um, but I think as long as people are like hot on the trigger, you're gonna get in. I yeah, think. absolutely. We, we did we did not have like we didn't we had less than one hundred and eight uh, last year, but we also had like people drop out and right. like people. We kind of like, we kind of pushed for some late signups. We it's not like this is an official esports organization. Right. I, I don't I don't want to sound like we're not trying to do things as official as we can, but there is a little bit of wiggle room in terms of like getting in and 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 things like that. And and if people drop out, I want to have 36 games of 6. That's like yeah. my number one goal. Right. And if that means we extend the deadline a couple, you know, if we get to 208 and we only need eight more people, and then we hit the we hit November thirtieth. I'm gonna we're gonna extend that date a little bit because it's more important that we get the full the full games ready. Yeah, and everything. Yeah. So just know that there there is some wiggle room, and of course, yeah, people do have to to kind of bail. Um, what we'll do during December is be communicating with you all as much as we can to find a 
sort of schedule that works for you, what your typical days available are, and then we'll try to we'll try to dial that in into an exact schedule. But what always ends up happening is someone has something come up, they need to move their date. They're not going to drop out of the tournament completely, but they can't play this Saturday. They can play next right. Saturday. Right. So things are constantly moving. So during the tournament, it's really important to keep an eye on your email because at any moment it might you know we might put out a call for someone to fill in in a game you know on on a Tuesday or whatever. Who knows what it'll be? Uh, that's the other big difference this year though because if Hunter is full time uh he can do games during the week which is something we were just not able to do last year and there's a lot of people who have availability you know on like a tuesday evening or something that now we might be able to to pull those sorts of things off right right um i want to talk a little bit about what what is the tournament going to look like as far as like playing it what is what is the game like last year we had um, a very specific kind of drafting policy. Yeah, is that it, what? Are, what are we feeling? I'm, I'm making this sound like I don't know, but I, am, <laughs> I just, I just want to get us to that. What is, yeah. what is the game setup or the map building going to look like for somebody that's interested in this tournament and maybe didn't even play last year? What is, right. what is it going to feel? So like? let's talk about what we learned last year. Uh, a big thing that we wanted to do last year was make it feel like dota or something right we wanted this really kind of intricate ban and draft thing and we right. came up with this pretty kind of overly complicated but very fun i thought it was a fun mini game yeah. that left for a lot of really balanced feeling games it was you know, fun but it was also kind of goofy and a little bit overly complicated overly complicated and took too much time and it was very often hard to explain to people yeah. and in the end got gamed just as much as anything else right yeah. like yeah. It, it, at the end of the day people break something down into its barest parts. Uh, right. So we thought, why why have such an intricate thing when we could make it more simple because people are going to simplify it anyways. So we've simplified our draft. Now, this isn't final, and we will take notes, and we I want to hear from people. I want people to try out this drafting uh, mechanic and and see how it feels and and get back to us. All of these things are going to be kind of like, let's let's spend the next few months before January kicks in learning if this is a, a system that works but it's something i'm really into right now and i i'm i'm curious to see how people make it work but we will do preset maps again um yeah. mostly just because that it's fast and it sort of feels like our th our thing um I, I like the idea that so many different tournaments are different from each other with different setups gen con is as rules as written as you can get you know we see the 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 lone stars tournament do its own thing seattle tournaments do their own things and i think what makes our tournament distinct is we definitely use pre-made maps and i like the conversation that comes out of that i really like the stats we're able to collect mm -hmm. uh it, and and that's if anything that's kind of like the mini behind the scenes project of all of this is it's really really nice to be able to look at 36 different games played on one map right. and see what you learn from that about the game. We actually get, that's like the bit, the, the tournament is fun to do, but for me, it was always about learning more about the game. That's why we want to do it. Right. So doing pre-made maps and seeing what people, how behaviors change when the map doesn't change is super interesting to me. So we're going to do pre-made maps again, but they're going to uh, be new maps. There'll be new, yeah, new, new they maps. Won't be, not the same they won't be again. the same maps we did last year, uh, almost because they really need to be different based on how our draft is going to be different. And this is going to be maybe the downside to the new draft is the maps are more designed with the draft in mind. Uh, let's talk about the draft, and then that will make more sense. Yeah. The idea for the draft right now is a very, very simple four-step process. First, 
roll for speaker. That's the first thing you'll do. The, that's the big difference from last year's draft. Was draft last year's draft? The speaker was like the last thing we determined. We didn't we didn't like how speaker token influenced decision making right uh in picking factions and slices and all that kind of stuff but this year the draft leans into the speaker token being sort of like what the draft is based on so we roll first then in speaker order so starting with the speaker and going clockwise each player gets to ban one faction from the entire list of 17 right right now we know that this means like Jolnar and Soul and Clanisar will probably get banned a lot, but that's what happened last time too, and it's it's just what happens, right? It's and right. and if anything, it makes for but better al- games. But also, also they didn't get banned a lot of right. Times There's too, plenty of so. times they didn't. So people will do weird things, and all you know, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, it, it's one of those things that when you get into a draft, if you get a table of like really interesting players, they'll talk about it beforehand, and they'll be like, "Hey, we don't have to ban Jolnar this game," and you know, they come to weird agreements and things like that. Right. So we'll see what happens, but the goal is Well, and and also they're already going to have the speaker order figured out. Exactly. So some some people will well, it'll this will make more sense after we explain everything else. But the banning will be maybe influenced by their knowledge of their position in right. the order. In the rest of the order. Right. Because after you ban factions, then in reverse speaker order, so sort of that serpentine draft thing, the la- the person to the what? right of speaker uh and then going counterclockwise, we'll pick positions on the map. Right. So last year we did like a whole die roll thing and it was random and blah, blah, blah. But we're not doing that this year. This year, everything is based off the speaker token. So in reverse speaker order, you pick positions on the map, which means speaker basically doesn't get to ever pick where they're going to sit at the map. Right. Right? right. That's their downside of getting speaker is, well, I'm just going to get with what whatever is left on the map. Mm-hmm. Then after everyone is in a position, uh, the in speaker order again pick factions so the speaker gets whatever faction they want obviously after six have been banned but they get the best faction after six have been banned uh for their slice uh and they they put it in a slice they didn't necessarily want right and vice versa the person who got their first pick of faction is going to get the sixth best or sixth most convenient faction for what they wanted to do that one's you know usually the way it worked out last year is usually like picking sixth faction isn't necessarily that bad and it was a bigger deal to get positions on the map so we decided to make that a rigid part of this draft is like you do factions then you do positions then you do factions again right um now to go back to what we were saying earlier the the draft is informing the map this time around and i don't know that i can ever make any more perfectly symmetrical maps that are that different from what i've already made from the prelims and mostly the finals map like those two maps are kind of the extent of what you can do with the like with what we have the tiles that are available to us that's about as balanced the maps as i can fathom uh so we're doing it differently this year uh where the map will not be that balanced or at least it won't be like perfectly symmetrical and it won't be uh there's going to be better slices because the idea is Someone's going to want to pick the better slice, but then get the not quite as good faction, right? Right. So we're going to be experimenting with exactly h- how stark that contrast is. Like, how, how much better can a slice be than another one, and you still see a really interesting game out of it? Uh, right. I, w- I will say, we played a game recently where Asarl had Saudor and Vefet 2 in their slice, and that's it. Those are the only two planets they had in their slice, and they won the game. So 
maybe <laughs> what's in your slice isn't the only contributing factor to how well you do in a game. Sure. Uh, just, sure. just throwing that out there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So last year, if anything, like the prelims map was a super, super beginner map that gave everyone a super fair shake. That's not how this tournament is going to feel this year. It's not going to feel specifically fair. It's going to feel like you got to overcome what happened in the draft and make the best game for yourself. Yeah, I think um, especially the like beginner versus like we've already done we've done this whole process once before. I know some of you will be probably playing in the tournament for the very first time, Um, but the that prelims map is still out there. You can still check that out and play that yeah. the one from last year, anyways. Right. Um, but yeah, I think the goal this year is to kind of challenge people a little more. Yeah, um, I think so. And kind of force like I don't I don't I don't want to say like force the game to be like just make the the games more um exciting and like wilder. Yes, that's something the, that we I want the data to be a little more like, well, this was all over the place. Essentially. Right. Right. Last year things got really predictable, which is kind of what was crazy because the there, time. There, there was only 18 games and you could yeah. kind of see patterns basically. Right. Right. And I think no matter what you're going to see patterns, but I think we're hoping to see crazier things happen this go around. And and the biggest thing is with with perfectly balanced slices, you do end up with a slightly more boring game because everybody just has what they want and no one has to do anything about it. But right. if you have imbalanced slices, people need to shut down the person with the best slice and the person with the worst slice needs to, you know, get the help of others. I don't know. That that to me is more what TI feels like to most people. And yeah. our tournament last year is not what TI felt like, I think, for most people. We we were right. playing kind of a different, more rigid structured ti and we want to yeah. break it up a little bit so that's that's how things are going to be changed uh for this year's you know gameplay uh side of things yeah um as far as the broadcast side of things um i would not expect to it's interesting because we are we're sort of saying we're saying some weird stuff so so last year we basically broadcast every single prelims game you could watch them all um yes. this year the plan is not to do that not necessarily because of a lack of time to do it, but mostly because we're we're gonna try and not have the prelims go half the year. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> um, if we have thirty, if we have thirty six prelims games and we can only do a, a couple per week, it would literally take all year. Uh, yeah, to 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 like do the tournament, and we don't right. need that to happen. Um. So I mean, I think I think the chances of there being a couple prelims games that get broadcast, maybe. That might happen, yeah. um, but essentially, what's gonna ha- what the way it's gonna work out is there will be like a team of moderators for the prelims games. Yes, um, a team that are coordinated closely with me and Matt. Um, we we will probably be pretty available. Um, yeah. to them the, for the entire length of games. I also think that there's probably a likelihood that me and Matt will moderate some games. Yeah, um, absolutely. Probably not. Probably not together, but individually. Yeah. Um, I don't think that you, there will be no way for you to predict how if who's moderating it or whatever. Right, right. Um, and we ha- we haven't even assembled that team yet. Um, but there will be there will be a team. Uh, we are going to scrape some people together in order to get these games moderated, yeah. so that we can get through the prelims at a more reasonable speed right. well basically. and the biggest thing too was the prelims games were fun but they were certainly not on the same caliber as all the semis and especially the finals games so our right. goal is to expedite that process so we can get to the really really juicy games faster right and and also by the time last year we got to the semis games 
we were, I mean, we had so been through exhausted. the ringer. We yeah. had been, like, we were completely exhausted. We were driving ourselves completely insane. I'm um, trying to make that happen. Right. Um, so this year, the idea is, yeah, not all of the prelims games are going to be, you know, enshrined on our YouTube forever, but those semis games are going to be broadcast a lot more professionally right. um, and a lot, just with a lot more zest right. and, uh, and energy. All, all of the semis games will be live streamed as well. Yes. That's, that's the other thing. Last year, only the finals games got live streamed, uh, and I guess... Ca- kind of a couple of the final like the last semi games uh we were like testing out the stream or whatever right. but this year all semis games will be streamed and posted to youtube uh and uh, you know an occasional prelims game will be streamed the other thing too is the the schedule ideally the schedule will play out in roughly the same time but with more games than right. last year with maybe the prelims taking about two months and then yeah. the goal after that will be that we will do one semis game per weekend um, and make it kind of a big event, a big to do. Uh, So that's six weeks. And then the finals after that, uh, if we get the 216 players or whatever. So, so in, in the goal will be to, to fire through two months of prelims and then have seven weeks of semis and finals. Yeah. Yeah. Finishing up in about mid to late April. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I am God, I'm so excited to do this. Um, and I didn't even think I would be. I, whenever we finished the tournament, yeah, this I never year, thought I'd want to do it like, again. <laughs> I was like, ugh, but that was that was a slog. But we have a plan. This right. this this is a plan that is um, workable. And yeah. and if any of you like hearing us say like, oh, like the prelims are not going to be recorded or broadcast, I I don't. That's just how we feel right now. And maybe yeah, there is true. a world where the moderators are encouraged to record the games and we just slap those up on YouTube. But the idea of us having these like kind of edited, like fully commentated, you know, 18 or 36 games before we even get to the semifinals. I just, I don't, I don't know how, even with me being full time, I don't know how realistic it is. Right. Well, because it's, it's a, it's really difficult to coordinate six players schedules in addition to a seventh person to be moderator, in addition to two more people to commentate. Like it's a lot to make that happen. And it's really hard to moderate and commentate at the same time. So you really do need that that role to be split up. God, that was the worst thing that we learned was yes. that essentially moderating and commentating are kind of oil and water. They're yeah. not, yeah. which which is a bummer because a lot of times when you're a moderator, it doesn't feel like you're doing a whole lot. But the second you need to do something, you need to be ready to do it. So right. if you're like, you know, making some joke to me or like t- talking about, oh, I think, you know, Hakan has this, you know, yeah. I feel like Hakan is going this way with it, then that kind of ruins it. essentially. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and also for those of you who uh, love Root as much as we do, uh, as in the person, uh, just know that we're going to try to get him involved as much as he can. But he has some great successes in his life that's going to leave him kind of unavailable for a lot of it. Um, but every time he's available, I know we'll we'll get him in on games. Maybe he'll be able to drop in on streams occasionally and help out. Uh, but he, he can't promise anything uh, just because he's going to be a busy, busy, busy man uh, yeah. start of next year. Yeah, I I would say, I mean, for sure, the top of the short list for moderators and any collaborators for this is obviously Root. Right. Completely Root. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's sort of the gist of everything we we're we're building up to here. Um, I don't know, Hunter. Anything else to 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 say about you going full time or 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 what you're hoping to accomplish with this tournament? Oh yeah. Um, if you're on the Discord, uh, 
I I get ready for me to see you more. Um, uh, in that, I feel like somebody even like tagged me on Discord recently, just saying something like, "Hey, you never read this, do you?" And like I did read it, but I didn't really respond. So I think right. that's kind of fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, just just expect. Um, I I know there's definitely a disparity between how available Matt is on the discord and how available I am. And my hope is to even that out um, and actually be a lot more present and available and participating in conversations um, and, and the discussion stuff. Um, But yeah, I I am so ridiculously excited. Uh, My last day of work is the 23rd. So we have been like holding this announcement for a while. Um, and yeah, very soon I will be yours for 40 hours a week, essentially. <laughs> well, and and to go back to like really the biggest goal with this is this is our opportunity to like grow the show even more. So like yeah. if you if you want to support our show, this will be the the make or break moment. Not that the show's going away. It's not going to break. But the only way we can get any bigger and better than we are right now is if this kind of gamble works if this plan with hunter works uh because at, at with us both having to work full-time jobs it's not there's not enough time in the week to, to right. do anymore right. but if we can make hunter's thing work here you can get way 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 more out of this show and i do mean like four or five times more than you're getting right now right. so if, if you want to see more of this kind of stuff not just ti but like this sort of in-depth strategy board game talk where we dig deep that's like our thing that we love doing and we want to find more time to be able to do that that's why we wanted to expand to dune and root it's not just about our love for ti it's our love for for not just quickly talking about a board game that we're doing kind of like a a pseudo review review for 10 minutes like that's not the kind of show we like to run we want to talk about the same game week after week after week and to be able to do more of that we we need the time to actually play and get better at these games yeah yeah um yeah i think I think our whole approach was never ever going to be that like, Oh, we just kind of like played some games and let's talk about it. Like we, I guess right. we have done that like once maybe on the show yeah. once or twice when we would be at Gen Con or whatever. But the idea, so like us bringing in Dune and Root, for example, we brought, we're like, okay, we're going to talk about those games. And me and Matt are realizing like, Oh, like, I mean, we really got to sink our teeth into this. Yeah. And when are we going to find the time to sink our teeth into these new games and also continue to play TI? Right. So the thing is, we just, we want to do so much with this show and right. it really just comes down to, do we have the time to do it? And right. really for the last couple of months, the answer has been no, yeah. but We've been maneuvering and getting ready for this, uh, and I—I I mean, it's a—that's about to all change, basically. And who? Yeah. Uh, I am so excited to see um, what we can do with this, essentially. Yeah, with me this too. show I, and with with everything. It's what we've been wanting for honestly like a year, and I—I uh, I, I look forward to what more content we can do and 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 how we shape things based around what everybody listening to this show wants you know that there are things you want to see us do that we have routinely not done right purely because we don't have things like uh we've got space kitty episodes i know coming up based on who the space kitties are where we're gonna have to play a franken draft game and we're gonna have to play a ti3 shattered ascension game Uh, (laughs) those are those are two things we have to do and up until this new hunter development, it's been like, when are we going to squeeze that into everything else that we have to right, do? Like, right. when am I going to learn how to play TI3 Shattered Ascension? Never. It's going to be impossible. But now we like 
will realistically be able to open up opportunities to do that. So so being able to do way more in-depth content is is definitely on the horizon. Right, right. And yeah, I mean, uh, I'm excited to please please if you haven't checked out our Twitch or our YouTube, um, please check those out. Yeah, uh, I feel like a lot of the new content is probably going to be funneled into there, um, and and a lot of the stuff for the show will be kind of nuts and bolts. Like, hopefully, you'll notice that the show gets better. Yeah. But what I mean is, it's not like all of a sudden the podcast is going to change fundamentally. Uh, hopefully, I think as far as week to week, episode to episode, bare minimum, I want the strategy guides to come out at a faster, at a steadier yeah. volume, basically. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. Trying to, trying to write those strategy guide episodes and also learn Dune, I think has also <laughs> been like kind of one of the like, yeah, we need, we need more time to do this. Yeah. We need to, we need to put more time into it basically. Yeah. Cause Dune so, ended up us getting it and opening up the box. It was like, yeah, uh-oh. even just to do a cursory <laughs> glance at this game is going to take some of our time. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh, every time we've sat down to do something where we've only done like a game or two of it, we're both, we, we sit down and we're like, uh, we're not ready. If anything, this, like the fact that we're not doing the Barony guide right now is evidence of that. Like I've yeah. played three or four Barony games just dedicated to doing the guide. And I'm still like, no it's not enough i want to do the proper tests i want to get i want to try out all the different tech paths i want to see how the different things play out and we that that requires time so if you want to be a part of this growth uh there's a bunch of different ways you can help uh you can rate us on apple Podcasts and itunes uh the ratings on itunes boost our visibility on that platform which means more people listen which means more people get acquainted with all of the things we have going on. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and uh, retweet our stuff and get the word out about us and 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 be a part of the things that happen on Twitter so that uh, more people out there looking for board game information see us in their feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook is the same situation. You know, the more shares we get, the, the more visibility we have, the, the more we can grow this whole enterprise. Uh, <laughs> our... Our uh, posts every week on the Twilight Imperium subreddit and uh, eventually, you know, maybe the root subreddit and wherever we can post stuff for Dune, like all of those posts and getting conversations started. That's always been a huge part of our show is is feedback episode to episode. Uh, The errata section of our episode is something we kind of haven't done it in a couple episodes, but it's it's a big part of why the show exists is like getting feedback from people. It's not like Hunter and I are strategic geniuses that write all this stuff completely solo. It's feedback that we consistently get from the audience that helps inform and make all of our, all of us collectively smarter. Uh, So the posts on Reddit, as well as board game geek uh, are a huge part of that. Our board game geek guild. uh, I've come up with a new way to advertise our board game geek guild because there's not enough posts there. And I want to start. That's going to be another thing we try to do is boost up our board game geek guild. Uh, It's guild three one zero three. So if you do boardgamegeek.com slash guild slash three one oh three, that's how you find us on there. And we want to start getting better at communicating uh, on board game geek. Uh, You can also find our Patreon uh, and become a part of all this. That's the that's the most direct way to contribute to this show oh and, the, uh, and those of you that uh are on the patreon or if you end up checking it out expect um a lot of the wording to change on that um pretty soon as far as like it, you know it having mentions of the tournament and everything on yeah um, right uh and again just to remind everybody you know if, if you want to sign up for the for the tournament you can go ahead and join our patreon now and that will be enough uh enough along with your registration uh, at the beginning of november basically yes 
Yep. So uh, and from you can now also, until oh, yeah. November, the end of November. Uh, you can also hop on our Discord and be a part of just the constant conversation that's going on about TI. Uh, and yeah, that's that's the show. That's what, what we're trying to do in the next year, and that's kind of like what our goal is going into 2020 and how we how we envision uh, making this a much bigger a bigger thing for us. Yeah, I, my number one thing that I'm excited about is going into another tournament with a lot of kind of. I don't want to call them story threads, but just like understanding of the players already yeah. going into it. There's going to be, you know, there's going to be upsets. There's going to be finalists that don't make it through the prelims. There's going right. to be, you know, everybody's going to be looking at nine of spades. Like, all right, what's yeah, going to happen? He's going to have the time, big you know? target on his back. Yeah. Right, I'm excited right. to see uh, new faces. Uh, that that was yes. the coolest thing from the Gen Con video. If you haven't seen our Gen Con video, spoilers, but like the one person we didn't really know that much about is the guy who won. So suddenly we have this new personality to explore. So right. I'm super excited to see. I mean, if anything, last year's tournament has dictated a lot of how we talk about this game because we talk yep. about things that Magi would do or the way that Janor plays or what Nine of Spades would do. And like going far in this tournament changes the way Hunter and I think and talk about this game because we see you play better than we could. Right, right. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm really, uh, I'm really, really excited for the coming <laughs> weeks. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, just be ready for me to be around a lot more starting like October 23rd. It's literally, yeah. that's my, that's my last day of work. Also, uh, something crazy happened the other day. I was, uh, I like I said, I've I don't think I've ever mentioned on the show that I work at uh it's this biscuit place in Portland called Pine State Biscuits, it's very popular. And uh I was somebody was ordering from me and they were like, wait, are you the guy from Space Cat's Pizza? And happened. it was just based off the sound of my voice. <laughs> just based off the sound of my voice. It was so weird. How embarrassing. It was so strange. Yeah. I was really embarrassed. I'm so glad that that's that you went exactly there because I was just like well, yeah, I work at a biscuit place. So that'll um, be eleven ninety four. Step to the next window for your order. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or you can just give me your promissory note for it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Space Cats Peace Turtles. And thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum.